The curtain opens. The lights go up. Those first few notes of magic. The crew that brings it all to you is here to share the story of what it's like to be in the wings. This is Show Call. Hey everyone, welcome to Show Call. I'm your host, Chad Allen. With me today is Matt Radza. Matt's the warehouse manager and audio engineer for Gorilla Audio. How's it going, Matt? I'm well, how are you? I'm doing good. good. I'm doing good. So, um, you know, and that's warehouse manager, you know, that's, that's something that some people might not think of is that you, you got to store this stuff someplace. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's, it lives somewhere when there's not shows going It lives on. somewhere. It gets prepped somewhere. Yeah. It gets programmed. It gets pre-rigged. Yeah. And so what's... It's loaded on trucks. <laughs> organized, probably, yeah. also, right? Yeah. And so when you're... So just tell us what it's like when you're at the... Because you're both at a warehouse, and then you're on site yeah. at the concert. So usually, well, I, ran, I run all the rentals, and the way that works is... Uh, the company rents the gear from itself to the client. Uh, so I got to pull it, make sure everything works, check it out, you know, mm-hmm. pre-program it for whatever the conditions are that we're going into, yeah. uh, load it in a truck, take it to a gig, yeah. do a gig, bring it home, fix anything that's broken, yeah. reorganize it, rewrap every cable from shitty stagehands. Yeah. <laughs> clean, probably oh, clean. Ex- oh, don't, don't fuck with me on the cable. <laughs> 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 you know I'm playing with it. I, I uh-huh. see somebody pick up an extension cord and do the like. Oh man! Oh I yeah, like that's. Knock them over. I did that with the, uh, one of my crappy extension cords once, and a, and a stagehand saw me and was like, "Hey!" I was like, <laughs> "Okay, my my crappy extension cord," but I know, I know that's not how. <laughs> I might have sent emails or text messages with photos. To other engineers going, hey man, that's not fucking cool. Don't do that. <laughs> People need to realize, man, the way you wrap and organize cables. I mean, just looking at the table right here, just for the this thing that we're doing. There's, I don't know, I probably have over a dozen cables all over the place, and but they, you know, I pack them away and organize them. But you know, your cables are hundreds of foot long. Yeah, you know. and they're in small containers, so we yeah. have a whole concert's worth of cable in like two boxes. It that's only fits crazy. a certain way. Yeah, that's crazy. Describe a day for you at a show. Uh, get there, load in. Uh, hopefully it's not too bad. Hopefully it's not a shitty push. Yeah. Uh, but anywhere from interfacing with the client to interfacing with the artist. Mm-hmm. Uh, depends what type of show it is. I mean, you could do a festival day, and that yep. would take you 16 to 18 hours just to load in and set yep. up and like do a pre-rig. Uh, typical arena rock concert days, you know, 14 to 16 hours on hard concrete that tears your knees and back up. Um, uh, We show up and usually, like, either on either one of those, either a festival or an arena gig, you're going to have anywhere from, like, 15 to 30 stagehands with you. Mm -hmm. And some of them are competent, some of them aren't. And you can't really be pissed off at people that aren't competent because a lot of them are new and young and we all got to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. So there's the whole, you got to educate people on how to do the job that you are doing the way you want it done. Whereas the guy before you or the guy after you is going to probably do it different. And right? you got to, you got to educate them while it's happening. Yeah, absolutely. You don't 
you don't be like, let's go train for two weeks and then no, you exactly on the fly. It's it's a lot of on the fly stuff, and there's dangerous stuff involved. Like when you're you're hanging thousands of pounds over people's heads, yeah, including your own. You know, you yeah. have a, you you have a propensity to you know pay attention to that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and usually uh you know it's just a show. You you load in, do you set up, pink out your wedges or tune your wedges or tune your front of house rig. And then the artist comes in, their engineers come in, and half the time they go, this isn't what I ordered. And they're like, I don't know, man, talk to the promoter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but you, you hash out all the small details and all yeah. the little hiccups uh, throughout the day. And like, I, I really miss that about the whole job is all the problem solving and yeah. having to think quick on your feet. Yeah. Um, then you do a show, and then you start bringing it in and tearing it down and yeah. putting it in trucks. Back to your warehouse. <laughs> back to the warehouse. <laughs> yeah. where, you know, the warehouse manager, you know, yeah. dumps it and checks everything back in, makes sure everything still works, and yeah. reprograms for the next one. When did all that start for you? Like the warehouse manager or just production in general? Getting in, into the in industry, yeah, in the production industry in general. Uh, probably high school. I, uh, okay. I built uh, a PA system for my high school, mm -hmm. and uh, that was like my first real job. Very cool. So I ran sound for every event in the auditorium that at the school I went to. Yeah. Very cool. And then you, you know, after high school, you know, what got you into the professional, you know, the, the big time, you know, concert? Uh, I don't know, man. Like, I started hitting up with, like, little band in a van tours and stuff like that. Uh, I tried going to college for a little bit, and then I realized uh, a degree in American history and political science isn't going to get me very far besides just being a teacher and I don't really like kids um, <laughs> I've always loved music I've played music yeah. my whole life and mm -hmm. uh, I come from a pretty cool area of the world when it comes to music uh, so I had the opportunity to work with a bunch of companies that worked for a bunch of Motown bands yeah and at cool. a young age I started working for Motown bands very cool <clears throat> and then that just kind of segued into everything touring being management and yeah, I mean, and that led to, you know, working as a union stagehand yeah. in Detroit and Flint and, you know, doing that, which led me to, I also moved to museum exhibits for a living, and, like, that was wow. that was a big gig. I was a head steel rigger for the King Tut exhibit that's kicking around the world today, you know? Wow. So, it's all in Moving museum exhibits. Yeah, man, you haven't lived what? until you've moved, like, a 3,000-year-old no, artifact okay. that weighs 10,000 pounds and you got to hang it. Tell me what, yeah. Explain that. <laughs> explain that a little more, because that, that that's new to me. That's all. I know it. I know it has to get moved, but I didn't even think. Yeah, it was there's like, people what, that, that would even. Oh my god. Museum was, was my first one. Oh, you do spy spy? Mm -hmm. All right. That was fun. That was awesome. It's well, fun. It, it can it can be a ball breaker because usually the day before press you're working like 36 hours straight because uh, press will be in one room and you'll or in one gallery and you'll be in the gallery right after it like fluffing it all yeah before they come through um but it's it can be intense and like pretty it's it's kind of like a concert but it's also kind of like a corporate gig you know so yeah. like there's 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 some stuff going on there and then you got security so you gotta learn about cameras all that stuff you know and just moving around king tut no and big deal moving around king tut no big deal <laughs> well, yeah I'm, i moved like I, I moved like five different exhibits for a while so wow that's very cool. I, you know, that's one of those, again, one of those aspects of 
you know, I would consider that an event type thing. Absolutely. You know? And, and, but I didn't, I, even, I didn't even think about that. Like, oh yeah, people have to move that stuff around and you, you know, set it up and build it and be very careful. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. That's amazing. Do you have, um, speaking of events and shows and stuff, do you have a favorite show in mind? Like one that sticks out? There's a few really heavy ones. And I don't know if I'd consider them my favorite, but uh, there's been some very... Some standout. Yeah, there's been some standout moments. uh, And, I I mean, I got to see, you know, work and see Dennis Edwards from The Temptations play with the remaining members of the Funk Brothers. Oh, wow. At the Detroit yeah. Jazz Festival, and that that's pretty bitching. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, any like I was out with the Stylistics, uh, old Motown style Philly band, yeah. Philly sound band, yeah. for several years, and like every Mother's Day we would play in Philly, and that was mm-hmm. always a really good time. Yeah. You know, uh, but there's also like I knew exactly right where I was, and what I was doing, and when I was doing it, and how I was doing it when the Paris bombings happened. Yeah. And I was working for Sturgill. And yeah. like that, that whole day was just a real fucking bummer, you know. Yeah, yeah. What was your first? Uh, what was the first concert you ever attended? Just bought uh, tickets. You know what I'm saying? Man, I think it might have been James Taylor. Really? Yeah, man. I know it's weird. I'm covered from neck to toes in tattoos, but like, I listen to singer songwriter stuff and country yeah. music. And how old were you? I think I was like 15 or 16. Really? Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Do you have a venue in mind where you're like? You either, I don't know, dread it, or you're just like, hell yeah, we're going there. I know it's going to be a good day. Yeah, I like that question, actually, and I'm glad that you, you tagged on the ending or that you dreaded, like, uh, yeah, but, like, it's, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's horrible to talk about venues you don't like, right? Because you're going to be back there one well, day or another. Um, you can but like it. There's still some challenges, you know. I will say that. I've always really enjoyed working at the Shea Theater in okay. upstate New York in Buffalo. Yeah. yeah, They've always treated me really well, even even with the worst-case scenarios that I happen to happen into quite often. Uh, that union there is real strong. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. That's a real cool one. The Beacon yeah. in New York City is a real fun yeah. one. Yeah. Um, if you know how to grease people the right way to get yeah. stuff done. <laughs> yeah. Like, cause, you know, Absolutely. Um, I'm not a big fan <laughs> of the Airy Crown in McCormick Plaza in yeah. uh, Chicago. Like, mm-hmm. that load-in sucks, and yeah. they have power problems. And, well, I, you know, it's, it, I love the, um, the Aragon Ballroom in Chicago. Oh, yeah, but man. But, man, oh, man, like, getting stuff up and down those stairs. Yeah, and, Local 2, you know. like, everybody bitches about Local 1, but I think Local 2 is they win, they win Dick Award of the Year. Yeah. <laughs> Which you got is a, fine. At the Aragon. That's Chicago, right? Yeah. yeah I have some bad things yeah. to say about that year. Yeah. <laughs> well, it depends where you're at there, right? Like, you go to Shuma's, and, uh, you know, or is it Shuba's? Like, that's a union ho- house also, and it's a yeah. little teeny club. And they're great. They'll, they'll grab shit out of your van and carry it up a flight of stairs for you. Yeah. I but know. I love working in Chicago. It's a, That's a pretty fun town to work in. I yeah. Don't know. It's. No, nah, I mean, there's good and bad everywhere you go, right? And mm-hmm. I haven't worked that room I just talked about in, in over 10 years. So, yeah. yeah, like, whatever. Yeah. People get grumpy. People get burnt out. Like, they you know, do. there's always another yeah. side to the story. Like, that was always my thing when I production manage and, like, telling the people that work with me, you know, the tour comes in and, and you're, like, you got pissed off, you know, artist or, you know, 
tour manager. I was like, ah, that tour manager, man, he might be getting it from all angles, like, as soon as the doors are closed. Like, right. he might yeah. just be getting beat on. So, like, just show him a little love. So, yeah. Helps to have a puppy. I've learned this. <laughs> to, yeah, to, like, no, for real, for the therapy, right? Oh, and no, man. Just... Like, I, I have a little dog. She's met him. And uh, I would just open my office door and let him run down the green room hallways. Yeah. Uh, and usually, when it was, like, the toughest eggs to crack, um, like, what's his name from the cult? Ian Ashbury. Um, and his TM is, like, you know, hard to handle because Ian used to be hard to handle. Uh, so I just let Chuck Norris run down the hallway, and then all of a sudden you hear this, oh, yeah! And then, like, ten minutes later, somebody would come in and go, <laughs> hey, man, is this your dog? I'm like, oh, jeez, yeah. man, did he, did he get loose? Did he get free? And they're like, yeah, can we, can we party with him? I'm like, absolutely, dude. That's why he's yeah. here. Like, <laughs> give him br- There's a train. Yeah, we have train issues. That's cool, man. Give it's it like second. an old country record. Yeah. What's funny is when we were doing the videos, we were downstairs. Yeah. And the planes, we had to stop yeah. several times for planes. <laughs> we didn't hear any fucking trains that whole day. I can almost guarantee that. Wow. There was They're... a plane, like, at least once every single individual testimonial. Screeching the brakes, yeah. It'll be, it'll be over here in a second. <laughs> you got a time. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> I dig what you guys yeah. are doing here. I think it's important. Yeah, I think it's I think it's good to let people know that we're people too. You it's know, nice to have something to work and, on. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and it's it's you know, also like we we plug the we make events thing and yeah, it's raising awareness plus letting the letting people know that you know we exist and we're people yeah. too and we're fucked. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> no, like, 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 too. like yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, and it's heartbreaking. Like I, I was telling Autumn that I've been writing NPR for like the last few weeks, once a week. Yeah. Going, hey, how come you're not covering this? This is kind of heartbreaking. Like, like if anything, show the a little respect for the technicians and engineers yeah. that work for you. You know, exactly. Yeah. So there's absolutely no coverage, not a peep from Congress about anything, no. and it's, you know, yeah, shut it down and forget about it. I feel like that's. Yeah. Sweep it under the rug. You know what would be cool is if, the, if if people just kind of banded together and went, ah, I'm not going to plug in the president's microphone. Fuck that guy. Nobody wants to pay us. Yeah. You know, just... I'm not going to run those cameras. Yeah. Right? Like, what would happen then? <laughs> yeah. Can you see a politician yeah. plugging in a microphone? Come on. That'd no. be great. I'd pay money for that. <laughs> yeah. They'd have to bring back the P-Way, so I would pay yeah. money for it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I think I asked you already what the last show was that you worked? No. Honestly, I, I remember the last show I worked in. It wasn't cool, so oh, <laughs> it was really, really uncool. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I want to talk about it. Uh, <laughs> I, I did a lunar lunar New Year at a casino, and it, okay, it was it was a day. Yeah, that was like the last one. Like, oh man, that was the last one I did. That kind of sucks. I want to. I want something cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My my last show was a load in. That was yeah. it. Didn't even. <laughs> Yeah, it didn't even work the show, you know. Which is, I liked the band we were loading in for, but that's cool. Yeah, where was the venue? Is Wamu Stroke, oh. Strokes? Oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. fun. Yeah, but you know, that's that's the. I think the show happened. I just I had to go do other things on yeah. the actual show day, but you know. What do you do? What's your uh, what's your background? Um, it mainly in hospitality. So oh, right on. Catering, dressing rooms. Yeah, yeah. Bartending. I don't know if you've been to the Gorge. Yeah. You know, when there's a festival, I have my, my cocktail bar. and That's cool, man. You're ta- needed. Taking care of all you guys. 
<laughs> You're very needed. I'm pretty sure I've uh, poured you a shot or two. Oh, probably. <laughs> <laughs> so if you had, um, if you had government officials sitting right here that are deciding all the, all the things COVID related and related to us, what would you like to say to them right now? That is a good looking question. Uh, I'd like to tell them to help us out. Yeah. Think about everybody in America that's just down right now, and it's yeah. let them know that you know the PUA actually helped keep the con- economy afloat as it was crashing, mm-hmm. and now the PUA is gone, and now we're starting to see it start to yeah. crash again. Yeah, and, you know, um, I don't know what I'd tell them. I'd tell them I'm disappointed in them. Yeah, yeah. Shame on them. Mm-hmm. And how you been holding up since the since the shutdown? Doing it, man. Like, it's a shell game. And yeah. credit card here, credit card there. Pay it off. Credit yeah. score goes up. That's cool. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, it's like I was just talking to another cat outside. And uh, we're all doing whatever it is we can to just put food in our fridge. And, like, yeah. I built a rock wall out of boulders yesterday. Wow. Just, just to be able to afford groceries. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. I run concerts for a living. Yeah. And whatever you know whatever it takes my big bitch is the people uh, that say dumb shit like oh just go get another job because it's not a job it's a career yeah I've done this exactly for 28 years wow and and how do you you can't just switch that off you can't like, overnight and go another direction yeah I was talking with rock wall guy <laughs> uh, yesterday about it. he's like your problem is like you're broken like you you're used to yeah being a freelance entrepreneur type person to where that's yeah. you can't go back to a nine to five like it's going right. to be really difficult for you and I'm like yeah. yeah I think you're right uh, do what I have to I guess yeah you know, life's bullshit and then we all die alone but <laughs> at the same time it's like what a kick in the pants huh mm-hmm. exactly how about you Are you guys doing all right you hanging in there yeah I mean I this is helping <laughs> yeah do we need to have a potluck I, mean, I, think I think so. We, I think we could have a potluck. Yeah. Social I'm distance down. taco bar. I have a large house yeah. for um, at least the next two and a half months. So. That's cool. <laughs> I mean, I've got experience in lining up all the tortilla shells and just making burritos, wrapping we, them up. Have, <laughs> I have experience of making burritos and eating them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got like four outdoor tables and like a huge deck. I think we should yeah. do it. I think we should have the. I'm in. That should be our demonstration. We just have a luncheon like right at yeah. City Hall. We just yeah. set up a bunch of tables. I'm like, what's going on? Like, <laughs> we're eating lunch together, assholes. I also think we should set up some speakers and lighting. <laughs> You're right. A yeah. video wall. Yeah, some road Maybe cases. hire some hire some runners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm in. I'm all in. Well, thank you so much Thanks for being for here. Uh, I really appreciate it, Matt. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry if I said anything awkward or anything weird. Or no, I'm no, kind of it's... an awkward and weird person. So. <laughs> it's all good, man. And thank you, everyone, for listening. This is Show Call. To help save live events and the crew that make them happen, Go to WeMakeEvents.org and tell your representatives how important live music is to you. That's WeMakeEvents.org. If you'd like to be on the show, contact us at guests at showcallpodcast.com. That's guests at showcallpodcast.com. If you have questions or would like to know more about what it takes to put on events, 
contact us at info at showcallpodcast.com. That's info at showcallpodcast.com. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, and Google Play. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Don't forget to subscribe. New episodes are uploaded every Monday and Thursday. See you next week. WeMakeEvents.org is not affiliated with Show Call Podcast and is not responsible for the views expressed by the show.